and welcome to Resale Queen Chronicles. I am Tiffy T, the Resale Queen, your host. And today we are recording this Thanksgiving night. Why? Because I normally record this on Thursday nights. And since Thanksgiving this year is completely different than what it's been any other year, so I'm going to be home. I'm not hosting anyone. It's just me and my family. So I'm going to continue with the Resale Queen Chronicles. I know other people have taken this week off and decided they're going to take a break. I decided that's not what we're going to do. We're still going to talk reselling, but I'm going to talk more philosophy and thought process. The name of today's episode is How to Deal with Your Dream Killers. And I came up with that uh, subject title because, you know, it's the holidays. And normally when you go and you see your family and you start telling them about, you know, what's new in your life, new things that you have going on, when it's something that people don't know or don't understand in their own way, they try to kill your dream. I don't think there's anything malicious behind it, you know, unless, of course, it is that type of person that they happen to be a malicious person and that's how they are. But they just kill your dream. So let's say you're meeting with your family, whether it be on Zoom or you did a face to face Thanksgiving and you tell them, you know, I started something this year, you know, it's 2020, it's a pandemic and I needed a little extra money. So I start uh, doing some reselling things and I resell items on Amazon, Facebook, other places online. And some people may, may sneer at that, may go, why do you want to do that? Or some people may actually understand, okay, you're making money. There's a sect of people that just don't understand breaking out on their own. And they believe and they follow the same path of you go to school, you either get a degree, you get a job, and you stay on it for 40 years. Then you retire. And hopefully you have enough money to do the things that you like to do. That's not the path that everyone needs to take. That's not the path most people need to take. If you are still working a regular nine to five job and you want to have a little side income, yeah, reselling isn't a bad thing to do. You make your own hours. You can decide how much you want to put into it as much or as little as you like. You don't have to do it every day. Believe it or not, I don't. You just don't. And you can still make money every day. You can still get direct deposits every day. You can get money in your PayPal account every day. And it will still work for you. Some people just aren't there. They're, and they are never going to be there to understand. And you have, and the only way that you can turn your dream killers into your PR team really is your success. You know, I have <laughs> I have a former dream killer in my life, and that would be my mom. Love her to death. She's a God-fearing woman. 
she is of a certain age where, like I said, you go to school, maybe get a degree, you get a job, and you work that place for 30, 40 years. That was her mindset. I remember at one point I was out of work and I was doing some things on the computer, making money that way, affiliate marketing as, and such. And I remember her telling me, I don't know why you're sitting on that computer so long. You're not going to make any money doing that. Meanwhile, every time she needed money for something, I had it. She couldn't make a bill. I had it. Uh, needed, needed things, you know, when she uh, fell ill. I didn't need her money to go buy things, buy supplies and things for her. I didn't rub it in her face or anything like that, but she was quickly able to see, oh, she has money. I don't think she's doing anything illegal. So apparently this must be working for her. Now she will tell me, hey, if you run into this such and such item, I'd like it. Of course, because she knows she's received quite a few things that I've gotten front through liquidations because, you know, it's things that she wanted, things she needed. And that's how I turned her from being a dream killer to my cheerleader. And that's really just the success of it that she can see that, okay, there, there's something with this. So let's talk about ShipStation. Selling on eBay gives you direct access to 170 million active users in nearly 200 countries, many of whom buy online exclusively from eBay. There's simply no better way to expand your sales to a new market. Extend your selling season and move excess inventory than with eBay. ShipStation started with eBay, and they couldn't be happier to support your success on their awesome platform. Click my link in the description box to receive a special discount from ShipStation. So, going back to the, going back to that, when you're first starting in your reselling career or your journey, whatever you call it, you have to have a certain mindset. the The mindset that you need to come up with first is, yes, you will make money, but because you don't have much inventory, the money that you make is going to have to go towards buying more inventory. So if you make, let's say you spend spend $500 and you end up making $1,000 worth of sales off of that, that's great. You can't take that $1,000 and start spending it on yourself on other things. You need to take another five, maybe seven, or a 1,000 of that and put it towards getting more inventory until you're at a point where you know how much money you need to buy more inventory to stay at the level that you want, and then the rest of it you can use as profit or investment somewhere else. That's not going to happen right away. It's going to be all according to the level of time, excuse me, the amount of time that you decide to put into it. So if you put one hour into it, you're going to get one hour's worth of results. If you put five hours into it, you're going to get five hours worth of results and so forth and so forth and so forth. 
So let me tell you a story. So anyone who's been following me for a while, you know that at one point in time, I was doing coaching. No, I do not offer coaching uh, right now. I get a lot. I get emails quite a bit asking me about it. Um, part of the re reason why I don't have the time right now with the pandemic still going on with my household, we are doing virtual school. I'm still trying to run businesses from home while basically being an elementary school teacher. I really don't have the time. And part of, part of it uh, is because when I was doing coaching, I was more involved and I should say more worried about other people's businesses more than my own and actually more than they were because I saw the opportunity and honestly they didn't, they didn't. So but let me tell you a story about my coaching days. So I had one, one young lady, uh, actually I believe, I don't think she really was a coaching client. She was more of perspective. I used to give out like one or two, uh, coaching uh, sessions for free to kind of fill out where a person was in their journey. And then I would go from there. It was, everything was personalized for each client because everyone was in a different place when, when they came to me. Um, so this particular young lady was a young lady and we started talking and she was letting me know what she was doing, what she's bought, what she's made money off of things like that. And, she had a question for me and her question was, I need to know when I can start the ball. And it took me back a little bit because I said, I, I, don't, I don't remember what the heck ball was. Then I realized, all right, what she's looking for, she wants to know when she can start getting lots of money into it. So I told her that's going to depend on you. How much money do you have to invest? If you only got $100 to invest, don't expect that you're going to ball till you fall because um, unless you get a sweet deal, <laughs> that's not going to happen. So you have to understand your mindset. Your mindset has to understand that it's going it's not going to be an overnight rags to riches story, overnight millionaire. And anyone that's telling you that you can become an overnight millionaire or a millionaire within six months, don't even follow them because they're trying to sell you a system, not sell you the truth. And especially in this resale business, there's a lot of people trying to sell you a system, not the truth. Um, that's just my take on it. Now, if you have a million dollars or a half a million dollars to put towards it, yeah, you could make a million, but you got to have that first. You have to. So if you're like a regular everyday person living paycheck to paycheck, maybe have a little bit of savings that you can put towards this. You know, you're not going to be a millionaire right away. Doesn't mean that you can't be if you make good, good and smart decisions and follow the steps that I give you. But you have to change your mindset and understand that you're going to, this is, this is a more of a sprint than a full on marathon. So you, you're going to, you, you can still run the race, but 
don't don't hurry up and think, oh, pushing me forward is going to get me there to the finish line because what's going to happen, you're going to stall because one, you're going to make mistakes, especially new people mistakes. Uh, you may have a problem with uh, marketplaces if you don't uh, fully understand the marketplace. Lot of, lots of things, different things that can happen. So we talked about you got to have the right mindset and understand where you're starting from. Number two, you have to start with items, in my opinion, that you feel comfortable selling. A lot of a lot of the like people I follow on Instagram and other places that are mostly female, mostly women, they end up starting to sell clothing. Why? They know clothing. That's what they're comfortable with. That makes sense. Now, for me, I'm going to be honest. I'm not really thrilled with selling women's clothing. I've told you guys this before. I don't have the temperament to deal with all the questions. I don't like all of the uh, having to uh, measure everything, all of those things. It's just, it's more than what I feel like doing. Now, if it's an item that I find out through research that, oh, it can make me some money, I'm going to do what I need to do so that I can sell it, of course. However, <laughs> that's not something for me. <clears throat> I found through what I was doing, men's clothing works really well for me. Men's clothing is something I am very comfortable with selling. And I will source that before I source uh, women's clothing. It may sound odd. Why would you source women's clothes? Why would you source men's clothing? Because for me, I know men's clothing. I buy men's clothing all the time. I shop for my husband. He doesn't shop for himself. He needs new pants. I go buy him new pants. He needs a new shirt. I go buy him a new shirt. That's normally how that works in my household. So I'm very familiar with, with men's clothing. I, I have two boys. I, I'm, as I said, men's clothing, that's what I know. So it's something I'm comfortable with. So that's what I stay with. Uh, next thing, if, if you're starting out and you don't have a lot of money, I do not suggest putting things on credit cards. The reason why I don't suggest those things is because when you're first starting out, you don't know what you're doing. You're just figuring it out as you go along. Don't put things on credit cards. Now, I'm not saying that you can't, you know, set yourself up as a business and, and get completely, you know, certified as a business, get some business credit, which we'll talk about next year. I'm going to have a specialist to talk to you guys about that on next year uh, in in the coming year uh, to, to help you guys with business credit because business credit is something that is that can be helpful with getting inventory. But don't do that in the beginning. Because you don't, you just don't know. You know, I know there's um, services. I know PayPal offers services. There's a couple other different services out there that target resellers, and they'll say things like, uh, "We, you can, you know, get a certain amount of money for it's basically it's basically a, sh a short a short term loan so that you can get inventory. If you have no idea." about this industry, it's your first time getting a pallet or getting a truckload, 
don't do that. You do better just working off palette after palette after palette so you can learn what you're doing. You're going to have to understand the uh, descriptions of the type of inventory that you're getting. You know, if you, a lot of people like to say uh, things are new or like new, uh, that they are um, shelf pulls. Saying something as a shelf pull a lot of times is really returns, even though when you say shelf pulls, what you're thinking about is something that sat on the shelf for a while at, at the store. Makes sense, right? Well, some are, but a lot of different um, liquidators and suppliers, they just kind of throw that word out there. And when you get the stuff, it's hard. It's all returns and you have to really check them. So you're going to need to know know your descriptions and know and understand them. Um, if you are in the beginning stages and you see something that says salvage, walk away. Now, if it happens to say salvage and you are an electronics genius and you can understand how to take things apart, you understand how to maybe possibly call the manufacturer, get another part, or maybe check on eBay and get a part to make something work, go right ahead. You can make money on that all day. That's something that we do. Now, I'm not the electronic specialist, but that's something that my husband does. He, that's something that interests him. He can get a salvage lot and, okay, this doesn't work, this doesn't work, and then he can go tinker with it and figure out, oh, all it needs is just this $5 part. Let me go order the $5 part. It comes in. He fixes it. It's like it's brand new again. If you don't have that, that skill set, don't do that because you're going to waste your money. My suggestion is that you stay with new, like new, or returns. Even returns sometimes are really salvaged. But that's a whole other thing. Um, that's if you want to go the liquidation route. If you don't have that much money to spend, thrift stores it is. Thrift stores are going to be one of the places that you go to. Or if you are looking for like something to get you started, one of the things that you can do is head on over to resellqueen.com because right now we have reseller starter kits available on our website right now. Now, this is something that we used to offer and it was something that we offered more locally than anything else. Uh, but now, um, people, people want them. So we are now we are offering a uh, resale starter kits. We have a small and a large. The small is $75 and you get anywhere between 10 to 15 items. The large is $125 and you'll get up to 20 items. Those kits are things that are going to resell for you fast and quickly. You'll get an itemized list of what the item is. You will also get, uh, with your itemized list, you will get a list of what the retail value is as long, along with what is the suggested, uh, resale price. So you can quickly see the money that you're going to make. We offer these not all the time. Uh, it's not something that, that we, that we do 
often. However, when we, we have excess and we can't go f- and we can't go through um, all the items, it's really nice to just offer that to to our public and say, hey, we have these things available. We know they're going to sell well. We're just going to ship it out to you and you can go make the money off of it. It's a very nice win-win situation for everyone involved. So head on over to resellqueen.com if you're looking to get started or you want to add to your inventory without having to do much sourcing. Go ahead and order one of those reseller starter kits. We have a small and a large. We also have a flea market starter kit. Now this particular starter kit and you may say, well, why would you have a different type? The reason is, as you get items, there's going to be times that you go and you're like, selling this online just isn't going to be worth my while. So you might put it to the side or something like that. But if you happen to have a flea market stand like we do, or also do a face-to-face flea market, put this out on a table. You can sell it for, you know, a few dollars. And you can get your money back really quick because there's not, there's normally a small fee when you're dealing with a flea market. Some flea markets, you may pay a certain rent price every month for your stand. You know, uh, like we have one that's in an indoor flea market, we pay a rent. Um, our rent probably gets covered within the first week of the month because of the amount of sales that we get. And we don't have to physically man it. We just keep it stocked up with things and we get a check at the end of the month. Works out for everyone involved. So with the flea, if you, with the flea market starter kit, it's going to be things that we feel that are uh, better for a direct sale. So you can even sell those items on like face on Facebook marketplace or maybe even like Macari and things like that. So Feel free to head on over to resellqueen.com. That's R-E-S-E-L-L-Q-U-E-E-N.com. The link is going to be in the description box for you. So after you decide that you're going to, that you have your items, you're going to start uh, sourcing them, you need to really figure out what platforms are the best for you. Now, if you have clothing, First place that I'm going to tell you is check out Poshmark. If, especially if it's women's clothing and it's somewhat high end, definitely start there. Learn, you'll, you'll watch what you'll want to do is learn that platform. Uh, I can tell you from my experience, Poshmark for some reason wants to kind of act like it's a social, like it's social media for clothing or something like that. So they want you to share. They want you to like. They want you to comment. So you have to figure out the right path that works for you. Um, I, I will say there is a person that we will have on. I'm going to say she's coming on in January that talks about Poshmark. And she gives very good tips on what you can do every day, every other day with Poshmark. I have followed some of her tips and boy, it has worked. So I, you know, those are things that you want to do. Study, study and learn the, the place where you're going to be selling it. If you're not comfortable dealing with all of that, you don't feel like listing, you don't feel like going through any of that, 
Facebook Marketplace. That Facebook Marketplace is the place to start if you don't feel like going through all of that or if you want to make sure that you have the right uh, thought process with pricing and such. Facebook Marketplace is a great place to start. Why? There's no selling fees. You don't have to worry about, oh, and I sell this. They're going to take this amount out. Then I have to ship it. That's going to cost this amount. You know, I didn't even get into uh, about shipping. So that's a great place to start. Also, if you happen to get items that are big, uh, things that you're like, shipping this is going to be ridiculous, put it on Facebook Marketplace. Get started there. Also, if you're sourcing, Facebook Marketplace might be a good place to source as well. You know, so so is Craigslist, things like that, if you're dealing with a small amount of startup. So all of these things are, are things that you can use to help you get started in the reseller in your reseller journey. So as if you happen to be talking to someone that just doesn't fully understand what, what you're doing and you're trying to figure it out too. Just follow some of these steps and that will help you so that your dream killer can stop being your dream killer and start being your cheerleader. <laughs> okay. Because they're going to see the success that you're, that you have and what, and what you're doing. That's just really a small, a small list because the next thing you're going to have to think about when you're dealing, especially when you're dealing with marketplaces, shipping. How much do I think about shipping? You know, especially in my head, uh, when I think of, when I, when I think about shipping, everything gets weighed before it gets listed. So I know what my thought process is. Uh, for us in our, in our different online marketplaces, free shipping is where, is what we do. The reason why we do, we offer that is because when you put a certain price on something and then a person looks at, okay, I'll pay that price. And then they look at what the shipping is. They go, oh, I don't know. You know, you know how we are. We're so indecisive about things. And you have to kind of play with the psychology of the mind. Whereas a person will, will look at an item that is $15 and go and then see that it has $7 for shipping. And they may go, oh, I like it, but I don't want to pay $7 just to ship it to me. They see the same item and it's $20 or $21 with free shipping. They probably are not doing the quick math. Even if the item's $25, they're going to go free shipping. I don't have to worry about paying something extra. If they're smart, if they're smart, they would have go, okay, $15 plus the seven, carry the one, blah, blah, blah. Okay. It might be a little bit cheaper, but they see the free shipping. They just go ahead and buy it. That's what we, that's what, that's what I find works for me. I don't add extra shipping on things. Uh, uh, like unless it's something like expedited, I will offer expedited, but that is something a person has to pay for. Um, I always ship things out the cheapest and quickest way that I can get it there. 
that's what I do. So if it's cheaper to use the post office, which in most cases it is, that's what I do. If it's cheaper to use UPS or FedEx, I will do that too. And there's lots of times I've had people where they've gotten something that was FedEx and they're like, I didn't expect it to come this quick. I got standard shipping. But what they didn't know is that I already uh, did my research and figured out how much approximately it was going to cost uh, before I listed the item. One of the things that I like to do, a little quick tidbit, is if you want to figure out what the shipping cost might be, you can, uh, especially with eBay, you have like simulators that you can use because I know where I'm shipping from. I'm not going to know where I'm shipping to when people buy it. I like to use things like Hawaii. Well, I should say use places like Hawaii, Alaska, California because of where I happen to be located. So if I was in California, I would probably be looking at like doing a simulation of if, if I'm shipping it to Texas or Maine or New York because they're on the other side of the country. And I use that simulator to help me with the, with what the price is going to be. So I can look at that and go, okay, if I was to ship it to Alaska, it's going to cost me $13. So I know for good thought process, anywhere between 10 maybe $15, I may cost for shipping when I'm listing the item. I keep that in mind for the list price, for the price that I list it for. Just a quick tidbit, you know, you have to do a little bit of research so that you can make informed decisions about what you're going to do for your business. Doing things like that will make you successful in your reseller journey. So guys, we are on to another segment, what I like to call the reseller funnies. I've actually missed this the last time uh, that I was on, and I uh, was so upset about that. Be but there were so many things that we had to talk about last week. So this week's uh, reseller meme, it's obviously from Instagram because that's the easiest place for me to get these. And I'm going to give credit to Caddy Britches for the... A reseller meme that they posted and it's a picture of Michael Jordan uh, taking off his headphones like angrily and I, if I remember correctly it's from the documentary that he had on that came on earlier this year and it says when you hear someone saying reselling isn't a real job and it's like an angry face of Michael Jordan and I really love that one because I felt that it really plays in to um, into today's uh, topic because a lot of people don't think this is a real job. I make real money, so it's a real job. No, I may not make up and go to an office or, well, now a lot of people aren't going to offices or, you know, clock in and out. But yeah, it's a real job. And you have, when you start to treat it like a real job, you can start to make real money. So one thing before I leave you guys, I just wanted to give you guys a quick talk about one-stop taxes. 
we are heading into the tax season. Whether you are, well, whether you are thinking about what your taxes are going to be this year and the things that you need to get, you need to put together, you will, everyone's going to need to, to talk to someone about their taxes. And lucky enough, I happen to have a franchise of One Stop Taxes. My website is ttracy.onestoptaxes.com. There you can go and you can get um, like a quote for what possibly your um, refund could be. Or if you're just not sure about everything that you may need for your taxes, especially if this is your first year doing reselling, just uh, send me an email at tiffany.tracy, and that's T-I-F-F-A-N-Y dot T-R-A-C-E-Y at onestoptaxes.com, and we can speak, and we can uh, get everything together for you so that you can get ready for your taxes. So with One Stop Taxes, we can prepare your taxes from any state. It's a virtual a tax preparation company. So everything is done uh, through through online. There is a system that you would upload your documents to. It's very simple. It's just like taking a picture on your cell phone and it goes through uh, Citrix and all of those other things so that it has, you know, authentication. So you're not just, you know, sending your documents off anywhere, you know, off, off into the space, off into space somewhere. It so it it has through it has a a virtual feel for you. You don't have to come face to face. You can do everything uh, that way, and we can have a conversation so that you can understand um, what you're looking at tax wise for uh, for this year. If you're listening to this and you're you're like, you know, I know pretty much about taxes and how to do them. I feel comfortable having conversations and uh, working on taxes. Well, go to ttracy.onestoptaxes.com and you can click on store enrollment and you can be part of my team. If you still want to talk to me, you can feel free to send me an email at tiffany.tracy at onestoptaxes.com and I'll be happy to discuss uh, how being a tax preparer works uh, in in this uh, virtual franchise. It's a great way to make a full year salary with a seasonal job. Okay, guys. That's been it for the Resale Queen Chronicles. I hope you enjoyed this broadcast. Please feel free to uh, look at the description box. We have a lot more things there for you. We have the Resale Queen merch. So if you happen to be looking at this, you can see that I have my nice Resale Queen mug. We also have Resale Queen t-shirts. I'll probably be wearing that the next time you see me. We also have Resale Queen face masks, so go to the Resale Queen merch store. Also, you can go to ResaleQueen.com and pick up your resale starter kits to help you with your sourcing journey. All right, guys, it's been real. Have a good one. Bye.